Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 2, Episode 6. I am your host, Collins. And I'm your host, Frank. A much calmer introduction this time, huh? <laughs> I mean, you know, I have to put on my uh, my podcaster voice to appropriately start things off, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so how are you, Frank? Um, I'm doing fine. I mean, um... Uh... Besides some uh, new lessons from work, everything else is fine, honestly. No, that's good. I mean, I'm having a big battle with my uh, local, local gardening pest, but then that's another issue. Yes, you're, you're now gardener, Frank, rather than, you know, engineering, fountain pen using, Frank. Uh, I, I, I think I spent a little bit too much time lately. I'm just trying to kill cockroaches, <laughs> to be honest with you, but yeah. Uh, Assume everything goes well. The local population should decrease sometime soon. And I can Good back to, know. to my normal schedule. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Well, How about you? I, I just uh, cleaned all of my pens. So I have no inked up fountain pens at the moment. Ready for tomorrow's ink up. Um, just curious. How do you choose your ink in general? How do I choose my ink? Well, I told you I have a, like a, a spreadsheet that tracks the different color inks that I use. Yeah. So I try not to double up on inks, but let's say I used blue and orange the for an entire month. Then the next week I'll use like brown and red or like some other some other different color or some other ink so property like you, that i haven't used yet you intentionally don't repeat the same ink that's what you're saying yes like you, i try to okay yeah i try to not repeat i mean you know like that is a lot more scientific know, than i am <laughs> i mean <laughs> at this rate i probably have again i've said i have more ink than i could ever possibly use right so i need to vary it or else i'm just going to use up my favorite ink and then i'm just gonna have to buy that ink again instead of just using all of my ink up or you can just focus on one or two that you don't like as a general ink and use it all up and say, yes, I finished it. And I looked at it again. But why would I use an ink I don't like? Can you yeah, I, note? <laughs> no, I no. don't. Uh, let, 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 see, the way we, we, we both use fountain pens is considerably different, right? Like you use it as like a tool for doing your work. I use it as a hobby of pure enjoyment where... I basically don't write unless I want to. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's like <laughs> an opposite idea. <laughs> I use it for work. And yeah. sometimes, okay, I know. I use it for work and to record very important things. Mm -hmm. I don't really write for enjoyment. In a sense. <laughs> I use it to jot down my thoughts, to plan things out, but I don't really write for enjoyment. Like, no diary. Yeah. And I... I but I mean, that's that's it, that encompasses a larger spectrum of like the users of pens and stationery, right? Like people who do it purely on a utilitarian, you know, path, and then people like me that are more like, I just want to do this for fun and I enjoy the process of writing and creating. Yeah, I mean, it's fine because you're you'll be looking for different things, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, that also leads you know leads me down more into the lines of collecting or like looking for fancy, pretty things just because of it. Right, and well, I mean, fancy looking things good. I, I'm still looking for them. I just sometimes I have to consider how useful that will be from time to time. Like, okay, fancy looking thing is fine. 
S line does not get in the way of functions. Yes. Yeah. Form so, follows function. It's form follows function. Yes. And uh, it can be as fancy as possible, but it has to follow function, at least to me. Right. And that leads me to talk about my experience with the Sailor Pro Gear Curry Azure, which I got. Right. I don't think I've talked about it since I, I got it. I don't think you've talked about it since, uh, since I convinced Wasang, since I reminded <laughs> you that it's available. I didn't, yeah. I think that was two or three episodes ago, and I think I bought it that night. That was like what two months ago? Yeah, something like <laughs> that. Our podcast schedule of two week, <laughs> two or three is probably like two months ago now. Oh man. Yeah, but I, so I finished using it. I cleaned it up yesterday, and I really do love how it looks. Actually, okay. First of all, how is the actual color in person compared to what it shows on pictures from most? Websites? I think it's actually pretty accurate. Granted, I'm not in a super well lit room right now, but like looking at it, it looks. Pretty similar to the photos, but as you rotate the pen in like good lighting, like mm -hmm. you see the sparkles in the body and the of the in the body of the pen, which yeah, is so really like, nice. Is there more sparkle than you imagine than you were you would see on normal pictures, or is it less? Um, where well, it just has more depth to it. If there's just more depth to it, I don't know if there's necessarily more sparkles because in in a photo, it's pretty revealing how many sparkles there are because they're trying to take. A product photo, right? So you'll like see it. Super exposed shots, like just yeah, this all go through. Yeah, but there's just something about the shimmer of it in real life that you just don't get through from a photo. a photo, right? Yeah, which <sighs> Ocean Swirled, Ocean Swirled. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Gosh, yeah. You know, I've already told myself that I wouldn't buy any more pens, but like if Ocean Swirl somehow comes back on the market, damn it. Yeah. So. All right, so with that being said, in our today's topic, it's going to focus on Sailor fountain pens, which is nice because uh, I think uh, when exactly is it Sailor's 110 birth uh, anniversary? I don't know. I know. I mean, you said that the, we talked about how there would be a 110th year anniversary edition pen, right? Yes, there is. They actually announced it. I'm but not when particularly... Moved by it, <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, it is a limited edition pen, and one hundred ten. You know what? Let me look it up. Exactly when is the anniversary? Let's Taylor find out. I will say, um, if if it, either we post a link to how the anniversary pen looks like. Or it shows up, um, or, or we'll post a link to it or something. Or you guys can look it up. Um, the cap is very interesting. I, I I actually do like how it looks. You do, huh? Okay. I do. Um, it's very reminiscent of like the Mont Blanc pens, where you have the floating um, emblem in the cap. Okay. Yeah, but obviously this one's not floating. It's just kind of a clear. Yeah, it's like a clear. Yeah, they have a okay. They have a new. They redesigned their nib, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so the anniversary has a very clean outline for their name. Yeah. Which ironically is one of the reason why I didn't like it too much. <laughs> Which, you know, honestly, I'm only just now realizing all of the pen photos that I see of it are all 3D renderings. It's not real. I did not realize that. You're right. They are not the actual product pictures. They are now on a 
coming in May. They they're all temper. Oh no, I think Gule has snow. Those are also yeah. They're yeah, all these they're all CG. <laughs> I feel lied to, Sailor. What's wrong with Interesting. this? Interesting. Yeah, you got a point there. They they're not the real product. Hmm. <laughs> well, you know what. I will withhold judgment to see what it actually looks like. But at least from the 3D rendering, I like what they're going with. Like the really clean outlook? It's the clean lines, um, uh, the the roll stop without a pen a clip. I like what they did there. It's really nice. Okay. I mean, there... Okay, so there's actually three different versions, okay? There is the premium Commemorative fountain <laughs> pen that only like 110 available, right? Yeah, it's really limited. Yeah, and that one has like a gold center. Oh, that one has like a, a hologram look to it where it kind of floats. That's right. that's more Mont Blanc. Right. And you have the uh, the one that's fully black. That's like a thousand available and mm -hmm. a thousand one hundred available technically, and then you also got the uh, silver one. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a thousand and one hundred available. That's the silver one, sterling silver, and I think black one is just a uh, painted uh, stainless steel. Mm. So, um, the hologram one, looking one, is the uh, limited edition five thousand dollar one. Yeah, five thousand. That's very expensive for a pen. Oh yeah, for for I how mean, what's... The, for how that pen is made, I would say yes. I mean, yeah, it's it seems like it's just a stainless steel pen, but with like a floaty bit on the cap, which is nowhere near worth five thousand five hundred. But actually, um, we may want to correct that. It says it's a twenty-one karat gold barrel. Oh, well, never mind then. So that section of a that section is gold. <laughs> so I mean, well, sure, it's gold, but. Gold doesn't cost. Actually, maybe it does. No, it does not cut us. It does not cost that much. And I'm not even sure it's actually solid gold or is it mm -hmm. like, like uh, plated gold. Right. Yeah, or maybe just like a gold sheet around. Who knows? But You're not paying for the equivalent weight of gold to how much that not. pen is of worth. Of course not. Yeah. So, that is their one one thousand one hundred. I mean, honestly, I really, really would like them to have a Rushi version, but. <laughs> uh that's why i say i was a little bit disappointed because the uh the the 100 years one looks good but they are one to 110 they look for like a uh futuristic one modern design which and i know yeah. we've it sounds like we're taking up a lot of time talking about this 110th year anniversary pen for sailor but i feel like that's actually really appropriate talking about sailor because they have so many different special editions that come out through over the years that it's crazy. Yes. Um, like we discussed last episode, I think Sailor, like Japan overall has a lot of collapse in between their own companies and different companies mm -hmm. and local companies, advertisement and such. Um, and they also have a lot of the limited editions. I think you complained to me about like, <laughs> something is with the Japanese advertisement that they always throw special editions. It's so annoying because it's like, why can't I get it? Yeah, why do I have to like... Almost always buy... limited to Japan <laughs> too. And uh, I think Sailor is one of those companies that just 
ran with <laughs> ran with the uh, collabs and special editions, like like IP like pro- intellectual property I can think of. They probably have a collab with it. Like they'll do special editions with like um like the train company, right? Like the the yeah. Tokyo train company, and then right. they just put out a line of pens. It looks really good, but it's like and then well, like seasons, cities, um, uh, stationery companies. Uh, uh, one that I follow, I follow. Uh, I'm not sure how you're supposed to pronounce it, but Bungu Box, like they'll do regular special editions with them. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy. I mean, even the Korea Zur one that I bought, that's a limited edition pen. Right. And it's just limited edition everywhere. I mean, there's one with anime as well. There's, I think there's one with recently Fate 2, actually, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get that one. It is. The fit one's not worth it. It is a okay. um, it is a stainless steel nib. Pen that's two hundred fifty dollars uh, and they charge like $120, $140 for it. Like double or triple mm. the price of the original pen. It, it would have to depend on what it would look like. Because there I mean, I've bought Franklin Christoph pens for about a hundred bucks and they're yeah. steel nib. But I guess it just depends on the what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And that, like the color they give for that one, it's not particularly interesting. Like Mm-hmm. I'll probably get it if I have like, there that character emblem and stuff, but they don't really have those special thing going on. So, <laughs> eh, it's okay. <laughs> so okay, well, what's uh, what's special about sailor pens then? Like, what's their thing besides just the special editions part? Um, actually, no. I'm sorry. The, the, going back to real quick, I forgot the fate one. They actually do have an emblem on the pen. But it's mm-hmm. just printed on there. <laughs> so if you scratch it off a little bit, it, it will be gone. And the typical oh. pen. Yeah. And I'm sorry, it's not to do three times. It's five times the price. Oh. The pen itself typically is a 20 to $30 pen. Mm-hmm. And they sell for $157. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> much higher. Much, much higher than you would think so. I see. But regardless, let's go back to topic. Um, um, I think one of the main thing for uh, Sailor that's going for them, in my opinion, is of course their uh, special edition limited availability, and mm-hmm. at the same time, I can't say for all their special editions, but on their normal nineteen elevens and Riolos and and the King of Pens. Their nib, the designs, the design, the uh, the what's that thing, the the stamp around their nib, is really nice. Mm-hmm. Especially when your ink is one of those more flowy ink that tend to creep onto the nib. Yeah, their uh, their nib design, like the the carving on the top end of the nib, is really pretty, very intricate. Yeah, and the, if you ha- use an ink that nib creeps, you you can tell the it will cover you will you will cover up the entire line, and that looks really nice in person. I'm not really sure. I was looking at my 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 Sailor Pro Gear right now, and I was like, huh, I wonder if my ink nib creeps. Oh right, no, I cleaned it. Never mind, it's not gonna work. <laughs> Yeah, well, next time. Next time when you yeah. put it in, just yeah, choose a uh, weather ink and you can, t- you can tell. Yeah, like their 19, like their kind of pens is sometimes it's dual tone and then you have, you can have gold on the outside, silver on the inside. 
mm-hmm. and uh, silver on the inside, and then you have nib creep in between, so you have a like a third color basically that goes into your nib. So mm. I, personally, I like I really like that their their nib design in general. Um, mm. And at the same time, I think they are one of the the statement telling you that hey, look, just because a pen a pen nib is made of gold doesn't mean the pen is flexible. Yeah, their their nibs are definitely not flex pens. I mean, their their nibs typically have a higher a gold percentage count, usually at twenty one k rather than like eighteen k. But they're very K. stiff, <laughs> they very very stiff. stiff. I think the sailor itself is really stiff, and uh, most people like them because of the uh, stronger feedback. If so. anyone out there tries a sailor nib, it's not the scratchiness is not a problem with the nib. That is its intended nib feel. Yeah. So I mean, I think the best description is is like writing with a recently sharpened pencil mm-hmm. for a lot of people. I mean, of course, it can be tuned a little bit, and after a period of time, if you use it for a long, long period of time, you can wear it down to be smoother. Overall, yeah, that's typically how you feel. So assuming your nib is functioning correctly. Yeah, so my problem... So I was using the new Sailor Ink Studio number 252 with my Sailor pen. Um, oh, you, you use like the entire combo, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, the ink is really pretty. The pen wrote really well. The problem, however, is that the particular ink that I'm using now is a bit on the drier side, and I'm using it with the the Sailor pen, which is a little bit on the more feedback side, which meant that it kind of provided like a weird <laughs> flow yeah. writing experience. Yeah, over like over over sensitive feedback, mm-hmm. essentially, like no lubricant and such, but. Mm. Yes. So oftentimes I would have to kind of uh, uh, f- push the ink out a little bit with the converter just to kind of increase the flow a little bit um, whenever I was using it. So I would highly recommend if you're going to use Sailor pens, aim for wetter inks. Or, by, or you can use a, a smoother paper as well, but just to provide that. Yeah. Like, actually, no, no, smooth paper will actually run into trouble too because Sailor pen typically runs dry, so smooth paper will actually... Uh, it may not work too well. <laughs> In any case, use a use a wetter use ink. ink. Use wetter yeah. inks. Okay. Yep. Mm, so actually, talk about inks. How many of the uh, Sailor Special Edition ink do you have? Sailor Special Editions. I, I mean, it depends how you cl- classify Special Edition. I have a lot of the. What is this one called? the 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 sun not the summer the not the spring ones the seasonal the season sailor gentle inks uh, is that okay. what they're called yeah, yeah, the, yeah seasonal the seasonal ones inks. yeah yeah i think those are limited edition you can't get them anymore right yeah they were discontinued and came back for a short time and then they discontinued again yeah i bought i bought <laughs> every single one. Oh, you bought, I bought every, every one single one <laughs> wow okay. yes i did this was at the height of my I need all of the sheening inks I can get my hands on phase. And basically all of these inks sheened on some level. So I just got them. 
<laughs> okay. Well, that explains it. Uh, yeah, I think those season ink does shim quite a bit, and there is one. Uh, what's that special one? The uh, yellow, yellowish, uh, red. The, ap- the apricot. Apricot. I think that's yep. one that most people like a lot. It's it's probably one of my favorite inks that I have. Granted, I actually haven't used it in a while. Maybe I'll ink it up tomorrow. Yeah, I, I haven't used it in a while too, right? So. Oh, it's a it's a good ink. Like I have never had any complaints with it. It sheens like crazy. It looks beautiful. Um, I feel like I've developed a love of the color orange just because of this ink. Just because of apricot. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So that is. Is that the, like the limit of your Sailor limited edition inks or? So here's the thing I guess we need to talk about. And maybe you can clarify for me. So I went to Japan. Um, I forget what store, but I know that they sold the Kobe ink line. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Kobe ink line is like, is like a super special, uh, like high quality ink that they sold in like Kobe and all over Japan. That was at one point really hard to get in America, but now you can kind of find them online. Um, yeah, I think the like, Venice pen has a really steady, steady stream supply of them. Yeah. And they, they're just numbered inks that they don't really have like a name to them, but they're really high quality. Um, but and they use the Sailor Gentle bottle. So is there a connection between the Kobe inks and Sailor? No, the the Kobe ink is Sailor ink. Okay, they're, they're just they are they're special formula for Kobe. But I mean, a- after you push so many different uh, color for a while, there there are going to be identical colors, right? Mm-hmm. So that's there's that. And I think, ah oh, man, how many Kobe ink are there now? Well, I got number 38. It's a, like a very beautiful black-blue ink. I, I, It's one of my favorite inks to use. I, you know. Yeah, I mean... I said that Vanessa... about the apricot, and I said that about this one. It's like, <laughs> they're all going to be one, one of my favorites. But, okay, Vanessa Penn, they upgraded their Kobe ink uh, collection. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have... I, I think they did this a really good job, actually. Um, if you look up... Kobe by Nagasawa, Vanessa Pen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually use the swatches instead of the bottle as ink. So you can actually tell the color of the ink. Ooh. Yeah. It used to be just bottles. So yeah, so it goes all the way to like level uh, number, oh wow, number 74 now. Ah, they have my uh, they have my number thirty eight, the night blue, mm. and That's it's out of stock. That sheens quite a bit, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it sheens a lot. I just think that the shade, the the ink color itself is beautiful. Okay, and it feels weird too because I've ha- I have a black ink, I have blue ink, I've had other like darker inks, but there's something about how this darker comes black, out on the paper. Blue. It just is really nice. Okay. Yeah, so that is the gentle, the Kobe line, like 74 something. I think they, they have the, um, this is the one that comes in the uh, flat bottom bottle that. It's, it's a terrible bottle. <laughs> yeah, neither of us, like I love the ink. I hate the bottle. I'll be completely I, honest with you. 
I actually like how the bottle looks. I just don't think it's a very functional like bottle. <laughs> yes, the, the, the bottle itself looks cute, okay? And you yeah. make sure it doesn't ever tilt. But I mm -hmm. hate how it functions. I don't like how it works. It's it's that stupid plastic thing. I feel like if you just, I feel like if I just took the plastic thing out, it would be way better. Well, no, the issue I took the plastic thing out. You can take the plastic thing out, but if once you take plastic thing out, you can if you have a larger pan, it doesn't fill correctly. Hmm. Because that thing is flat bottom and the like. Okay, okay. Lamy ink they have a flat bottom, but at the very bottom they have a dibit for you to yeah. dip your. Your 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 nib slightly deeper for you to absorb the ink, but the sealing one doesn't. Nope. It's really problematic. Which which sucks. Okay, so I'm just gonna come out and just say it. Sailor is my favorite ink manufacturer, bar none. I love their inks the most. But damn, do they have terrible ink bottles. <laughs> <laughs> well, the new one is a square version. So yeah. That one helps, and, but, right? The, I mean, the, the new two two four and the, the, the slender, taller one that helps the refills. I mean, it helps in the way that like there's like less ink in a in a smaller container, so you can get more <laughs> in the pen. Sure. I mean, at the <sighs> end, when you reach like, the end of the bottle, you can also tilt on the side and just kind of fill it sideways, I guess, which will yeah. help when you're filling it. But yeah, like their ink bottle is, because no, I. Personally, I think it has to do with the fact that, to be completely honest with you, I don't think Sailor really puts too much thought into refilling their pans. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, I mean, look, this is like the longest complaint for a lot of the Western pen collectors mm -hmm. is that Sailor pens, in general, does not have piston fills. Except for the one, one that they have, right? Except for the uh, Pro Gear Riolo. That's it. Mm -hmm. like, even their most expensive king of pans uses cartridge or cartridge converter. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't care. I actually like cartridge converters, so that's, yeah, I'm, but I'm biased there. At the same there, time, but... like, I, I think that is the sailor's stance on they, they they really don't care how you <laughs> refill the pen. Uh, they just sell the ink on the pen. How to refill it is your issue. <laughs> I mean, th I mean, their marketing strategy is like, we're just going to sell you all sorts of our crazy color and style pens and all of our crazy colored style inks. And that's it. Yeah, and the rest is for you to figure it out. On the note of sailor ink bottles though i really like the sailor storia ink bottle really it has oh, like how? a so oh, imagine it's a if frosted you... glass right yeah it looks really good i'm looking at it right now there is still the stupid plasticky thing inside i just opened it to double check it does have it but it is a more I think the Kobe ink doesn't have it no the Kobe ink has it the Kobe has it on yours? Uh, some of mine doesn't have it. All right, let me let me open this up and maybe I can do like an ASMR with like boxes and stuff. Or did I actually toss it? <laughs> maybe I took it out and tossed mine. You probably tossed yours. I, I'm going to open it right now. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, maybe it doesn't have it. Crap. You know what? Maybe it doesn't have it. You might be right. Yeah. I, I don't see it in there. 
Okay. Well, there you go. That's why the Kobe inks are so good, because they don't have that stupid plastic effect. No, the Sailor Story inks, they're a little bit taller and more, like, vertical than the standard Sailor. So um, it's a little bit more useful. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And the frosted glass looks so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I like the uh, Sailor's Jeweled ink bottle, too, by the way. I think they probably did some... We, I mean, we just looked it up before the podcast, and... Uh, it doesn't seem like they sell a bottle anymore. The uh, uh, paying a message, Sailor Pen, uh, Sailor Pen a message uh, inks. It doesn't seem like they sell any of that. Anyway, I mean, the bottle looks really nice. It also looks a little old fashioned in in a weird way too. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like a hexagonal, um. Hexagonal shape, really. It also looks really easy to tip over. Uh, yes. So be careful. There, <laughs> 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 there's nothing I can say that I said no, it won't. But yeah, just just be careful. It is. I think this is the easiest to fill. Oh yeah, of course. It's you know you could stick your full pen in there and you know, go all the way down. Yeah. So I mean, out of all the sealer bottles, it's easiest to fill. But I think they uh, they run into difficulty producing this ink bottle as well. It costs too much, so I kind of discontinued it as well. I was trying to see if Bungu Box has like a jewel case, but they don't. Yeah. So I mean, I have maybe like five bottles of this. Oh wow, you have a lot. Five or six bottles. Uh, yeah, I have like the. Uh, I have the uh, Athena Eternal, uh, the Athena Eternal Blue. I have the uh, River Blue. I have the uh, um, another School Blue, and uh, I have two Urushi Red, and uh, I have one Cigar. Like a brown color. Yeah, one brown color. And that's what kind of pissed me off, the brown color one. I <laughs> buy it. That one really pissed me off because they they, they only allow one per X, uh, even the, uh, what's it called? Shipping carrier? Mm-hmm. So, oh, well. Oh. Oh. That one's selling the Sailor uh, Nihobashi uh, Akani. What is that? It's a red really uh is a red strong shiny ink mm. Mm, maybe maybe <laughs> you're gonna get another ink maybe we'll see and, and uh, like honestly otherwise it's not even sold anymore i can't really find any oh. other ink like that only from like one seller that still has it so mm, very well but okay so i think for ink, anything else you want to cover? I think this, um, besides the color, the properties, actually, just curious. Have you ever run into Sailor ink that has issues for you? No. No, okay. Um, I say, I say that very definitively. I was like, no, Sailor, thus far, I haven't had any problems with Sailor ink. In fact, I like Sailor so much, I already I have a platinum carbon ink. Um, from platinum, obviously, and uh, it's a pigmented ink that's permanent. 
but I went out and bought the Sailor uh, Kiwaguro pigment ink because I noticed that the carbon can get kind of thick sometimes, and I was like, mm, the, oh, for the, the plant one. Yeah, but then I use the Sailor Kiwaguro black ink, and it's like great, flows yeah, great, I looks great. I have the uh, the Sailor pigment, the uh, blue black. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that thing has been in my uh, vanishing point for two months now, mm-hmm. and still works just fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm surprised pigment ink I could actually left in a vanishing point for two months and it still works flawlessly, which I'm very happy about. But yeah, it, it, it is a really low maintenance pigment yeah, and, ink and like, of all the inks. There's like a, a common comparison for me is like, you know, what are the two heavy hitters or what, what are some of the heavy hitters for inks, right? You have Sailor and you have Pilot Orochizuku. But I've had problems with Pilot Orochizuku ink where I haven't had problems with Sailor ink, right? Um, Pilot Orochizuku Yamabudo, which is like a very bright, deep pink that sheens yellow, it feathers and like bleeds through my purple, paper. Purple, Super not pink. Purple. purple. Yeah. Yeah. It, it bleeds. Feathers like crazy. And, uh, yeah, I... I do not like using that ink anymore because it's just like, it messes up all of my journals. Yeah, it feathers a lot. The Yamabudo, who you mentioned it, you like, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, it does. It does feather, like, everywhere if you have too much of it, so. Yeah. So, actually, maybe I should use that in my uh, my Sailor ink, just so it yeah, little tames so it a little bit. Yeah, the, the nib should tame it a little bit more than usual. Yeah. But yeah, for any of my Sailor inks, I have yet to really encounter an issue. In fact, I remember us doing some research on some of the Sailor inks. And do you remember the Sailor Gentle ink, uh, uh, do, do you or do you? Yeah, the uh, pen cleaning ink. The one yes. That, yes. <laughs> Did it work for you? I have yet to really try because my pens are relatively clean, mm-hmm. but... I bought it solely because, like, I did want to eventually try out this pen cleaning <laughs> property. Properties? Okay. Yeah. Give it a try and let me know. I mean, I haven't really got any urge to really try it. Like, I, I typically find like, how my pen looks, <laughs> so yeah. I haven't really tried it. Maybe I can toss in the uh, the one with the uh, base state blue and see what happens. Yeah, you should try it. So, so, I mean, if people don't understand, so basically... You know, as you're using pen inks, over time, the ink will kind of discolor certain parts of the pen, right? Like if you're using an acrylic pen and you uh, eyedropper fill it, like you can dirty the pen up. Well, supposedly Sailor Gentle Ink do you, like spelled D-O-Y-O-U, if you fill it in your pen, over time it will clean your pen. Like the ink, that the staining color will just kind of wash away. This has been documented on the internet. I can't prove its validity because I don't really have any dirty pens, but go ahead and try it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, that was probably one of the selling points for a do you, uh, you, to be honest with you. And uh, I don't think there's any other... There's a very few number of ink that was uh, specifically mentioned by the pen community that has those properties, right? <laughs> Which is weird, right? Like, why this one specifically? Maybe there's some weird chemical in it. Um, mm, maybe it has a little bit stronger solvent in it. Then, then I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But, I mean, honestly, when you try it, we'll see. But going back to like, you know, do I ever have any problems with Sailor Ink? Like, yeah, no, I've had no problems with my Sailor Ink. They've been great. Maybe I'm 
a little bit biased and I'm still in the honeymoon phase with it, but I just love them. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So I think, uh, it's pretty easy to tell that you, you, you generally like, Oh, you like, you Julian like sailing. I just remembered there is that, uh, Disney sailor collection that we were never able to buy. Yeah. I mean, geez, if you want to pull on my, edition, huh? if you want to pull on my, uh, uh, my purchasing strings, that was a strong one, but I did ultimately, I don't think I got it. It was either too expensive or I just couldn't no, get it. No, that was the one I tried to contact for you. The, even, even through Chinese sellers, they didn't even want <laughs> to ship to uh, USA for some reason. I don't know why, but, uh, so yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, it, these it can are get the, frustrating. Uh, it's the it's the disney princesses right yeah i remember this that is the sailor disney princesses look like i think was a set of what how many ink eight yes eight different ink colors for the eight different princess colors i'm trying to get a good let's see who is here pocahontas cinderella snow white uh aurora cinderella mulan Jasmine and Megara. Yeah, so I I I couldn't get it. Oh no, that's that, Ariel. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that is one thing that was not able to get, even though I pull all this like I tried pulling all the strings, it just didn't work. Which actually, now that I'm kind of looking at it, I'm kind of offended. Why would they not give Ariel red? That's clearly her color. Hmm. What was Ariel's color? Uh, ocean green. I mean, she's from the ocean. I get that, but you know. Interesting. I feel like they got the colors all wrong. Um, yeah, maybe that. Maybe yeah. I don't know if this works. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. It looks like they are all lighter color though, like from the. Uh, yeah. Swatches. So actually, I do find a website that sells it. Mm. Yeah, I'll no, it's okay. Later. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't you do this again to me, Frank. <laughs> Oh man, okay. So okay. Besides ink, of course, like Sailor has a lot of pants for sale. Like they have the uh, 1911s. They have the uh, Pro Gear, and the Pro Gear is basically just a 1911 but flat top. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think one of the main thing we should cover is the. Well, of course, we we already covered the uh, limited editions. But mm -hmm. the or not all of them, but we've mentioned yeah, that there the, are a lot of them. Specialty nib that they have. The uh, the togi nib. Yes, the not togi. There's a lot. Um, the, oh yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, okay, so the thing for Sailor nib is they're generally not being produced that much anymore after the original nibsmith passed away, right? Mm -hmm. Sailor, and they're uh, very hard to get and very expensive. Yeah, his son that took over kind of just. Uh, not producing it consistently, I would say. So yeah. we don't there there's not many variety for us to pick from anymore. But Sailor Specialty Nib used to um I think there are Nibsmith right now that try to reproduce it. But mm -hmm. uh I think the Sailor Cross line, the Cross Music, the Cross Concord, that's one of the um uh, very special nib. I really regret not jumping the hobby early enough earlier <laughs> to get it at a reasonable price. And just to give someone a uh, idea, it is the uh, Sir Naginata Cross Music. If you want to look it up, and uh, 
it is a, a stacked nib so it means that it is like a bb or double b size nib and uh, they actually stack two sets of nib on top of each other so you mm-hmm. have like a two by two nib section that's cross and uh, the the width of the stroke the horizontal stroke changes depends on your writing angle so you will get a really really wet and juicy nib uh, depends on how this, how the nib is tuned, how it's right, and on top of that, the uh, they have King Eagle, which is <laughs> triple stack, <laughs> and you have King Cobra, which is something even more crazy. Ooh. But uh, yeah, that is like the entire line of fountain pen nib that you don't really you don't really find it anymore. I mean, I'll post a link to some different nib options. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. I think Anderson Nib has a good selection, has a, has a good explanation. Let me make sure to include that our link. I don't think a lot of us can uh, buy anymore, but mm-hmm. it is something to take a look at and uh, to I would say remind <laughs> or see well, there is... the newer from. You can buy the Smith. Sailor uh, Naginata Togi Nib, which is not the same but it does give you different line variations depending on the angle that you hold it at it is a line of nib that is easier to produce i would say yes you're not stacking nibs i think if you really want you can buy a zoom nib you can buy a nib zoom one and have uh and have uh what's it called have a mike ashiyama mike masuyama yeah, he can actually do the uh, Naginaka nib for you. In oh, fact, wow. He, no, he, he used to study under the uh, nib master for Sailor. And that's oh. where he got his, uh, he learned his uh, nib smithing, I believe. And uh, yeah, he can do it if you start from a Zoom nib. I think he recommended Zoom <laughs> nib because it's the fattest one you can buy that's commercially available. Um I mean, the, I don't know how long his queue for nibs is anymore. Like, I remember oh, I, I remember I got commissioned him to do, give me a, uh, a needlepoint flex pen, and that took like six months before I got my pen back. It, it may be a while now. It may be yeah, it might be a long while now. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, some of those are bespoke nib. You can, I think you can still buy them in limited quantities from different websites right now. Buy mm-hmm. the um, the the Warrior Nibsmith Sun. He's back to making it, but the variation is not as big according to some people that actually got the newer version. And they mm-hmm. also mentioned that the the nib itself doesn't work or slash <laughs> fit with the general. Sailor, like it's not swappable to general to to other sailor pen anymore. Oh, okay. So you are stuck with the default black like cigar nineteen eleven paint chip. You cannot mm. choose anything else because it used to be okay back when uh, when those uh, kind of specialty nib is still publicly available. You can go to say nibs dot com. You can pick a sailor nib. You can pick a sailor pen. You can actually choose the uh, nib that you want to be on it, and like cross music and like cross other stuff is actually available uh, as a uh, nib replacement option. It's just now mm. since those nibs become so rare, it's like oh man, 
It's been and like, they're matched to the body now. Yeah, you, you can no longer do it. Unless, of That's course, you want to do complete custom and have someone custom cut <laughs> like a... Uh, um, what they do, I think Pen's... Um, uh, Pen Revolution? Mm-hmm. They actually do custom um, ebony feed. Oh, nice. And they can fit into a Joe or Bach number six housing for you. So, I mean, I think that is a nuclear. Where, like, uh, you, you just want to, like, do it yourself or, like, have someone, like, customize your pen for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the ultimate uh, <laughs> nuclear option to do that. It's from the pen revolution, I think, or something, some custom. I need to look it up. But uh, someone prov- someone does provide that service. And huh. I do think that there's a certain uh, nibsmith in Taiwan that offers the similar um, functions and uh, similarly designed stacked nib as well. <laughs> but those are all always under high commission and really low, really long wait time. And just to, I guess, uh, clarify the purpose of these stacked nibs, right? It's at different angles that you hold the pen and the nib, it, you are gonna get a different line size variation. Yeah, it's like when it's 90 degrees, you get say a uh, fine nib, when you write horizontally, and then you go like 30 degrees, um, uh, no, 90 degrees to like 80 degrees, 70 degrees, you get like a median, and uh, 45 degrees, you get a broad, and then if you get like 30 degrees, you get like a triple broad. Mm. And the, in, in general, those nibs are really wet. Someone reported that uh, his cross music, I think with the normal sailor converter, only lasts a page. Of a I mean, yeah, paper. you're putting down you're putting down a ton of ink, and uh, I have a music nib, uh, like a three tined music nib, and yeah, those things put out tons and tons of ink if you aren't watching. Yeah, so now imagine it's like I would say probably twice <laughs> the amount yeah, of ink. You're you're either double you're either like squaring or um cubing the amount of surface area of your nib, right? So correct. <laughs> so yeah, that's the uh so it, it it drains your ink like it's nothing. But at the same time, it is one of the best if you love how ink works and you just want to showcase how how your ink color changes, that's probably one of the best way to do it. Yeah. However, but you're going to be paying yeah. a high premium for something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe I got the price quote from them before. Uh, mm-hmm. It was from a... Uh, uh, it was from a... Uh, oh, my God. I have... i definitely going to butcher this. Oh, my... <laughs> Le Coran de Ducomte? Uh, I'm not going to help European. you with that one. <laughs> I have, I have no idea how to pronounce this. Okay, there you go. But how you much was it? You give it a try. Um, I think I was quoted seven hundred fifty bucks Ooh, after, for uh, just the nib, right? Deduction. No, just the pen. The pen. Comes okay, in. okay. They do not sell the nib by itself. They they sell the whole pen. Yeah, I think this is French. I'm not going to try. I, like I can read it how it might be read using English pronunciation rules but i'm not gonna try yeah whoever whoever <laughs> i just offended i'm very sorry <laughs> we're not uh, we don't know, know any french yeah so but 
yeah, they 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 offer that. Uh, they are they're very happy to reply me, and they're very willing to ship to USA. But mm. at the time, I was like, you know, was seven hundred dollar for a pure black pen. <laughs> just for the nib is a little bit too much for me. Back. Well, then. I mean, if it was just the nib, I mean, that nib might be more expensive now. Um, yeah, they come in like wave and stocks, and I don't think they uh, have it anymore. So they're out of stock now again. Ah. Uh, but yeah, FYI, they they sometimes available from those websites. Um, I think some of the USA seller has it too, but of course, a little more expensive to buy local right. due to the VAT and stuff. But yeah. And uh, besides that, um, I think one of the things we may need to go over is the king of pants. Yes. I and- mean, it's it's a big, big pen, right? Because the other pens are your standard, you know, smaller or longer cigar shaped pens but the king of pens is different right the the king of pens is the biggest size pen you can get for sailor and in fact <laughs> actually is one of the biggest size pen you can get for japanese pens how does it compare with the namiki emperor pen i think the emperor may be a little bit bigger hmm let me see Kingdom Pan versus the Mickey Emperor. Because I remember us talking about how the Emperor is also just a ginormous pen. And I know that the King of Pens is definitely a contender for like, you know. Oh, yeah. The Emperor is bigger than the Kingdom Pens. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But the, it, I mean, but uh, the Emperor is a lot of money, man. The Emperor is like. How much is it? A thousand something dollars starting with a plastic version? Like that's the base level. Yeah. You can get it. You can get a king of pen for seven forty. I think cheaper if you really want to dig for it. Like a a demonstrator version is probably at four hundred, five hundred dollars. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean the Mickey Emperor's starting price is two thousand dollars in in America. I do want to try it one day because they're supposedly pretty comfortable, right? Yeah, they're pretty comfortable. And single sticking of hands, I mean, I, I held it in hand. I tried it at the pen show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty comfortable. But here is the thing that is a lot less, more or less debating controversy for a lot of users is you think the price tag justifies the pen? No, I mean... Or what it is? like. It I is, mean, in I theory, it's just a slightly thicker plastic, right? <laughs> right. That's I think that's the main issue with the king of hands. Okay, you can get it for six hundred fifty-five, honestly. Or five hundred fifty okay. actually. And you can buy it five hundred fifty from Pensachi. But that's a pure black one. It's a black resin. I'm surprised that there aren't any other like, you know, niche pen manufacturers like say Franklin Kristoff that just offers you know, a slightly thicker than normal acrylic pen. Yeah. Well, I mean, their pen's pretty big already, but like, yeah, the Kindle pens is... I think what drives Kindle pen is the nib itself because the Kindle pen's nib is the only... I would say the only nib from Silver I've tried that actually cushions your writing. Like, because oh, okay. everything else is hard as nails, but somehow, <laughs> for some reason, the Kindle pen's nib actually cushions your leaning stroke a little bit right 
mainly just but, I mean, that's how just... big that opinion is. <laughs> <laughs> but so, sp- yeah, so it just acts like a normal gold nib then. Yeah, like it just acts like a normal gold nib with the um, sailor's uh, special feedback to them. And uh, it is a larger pen, it's more comfortable, but honestly, I'm not sure that it is justified for $550 worth. Because, like, besides pure black one, any other color is six to $700, man. Wow. You six know, to, yeah. So we've talked a lot about, like, sailors, you know, king of pens and their limited edition, special editions, and, you know, whatnot. I don't... Sailor doesn't really manufacture any economy level pens, do they? Well, there is that twenty to thirty dollar one that I talked about. There is. It's just they're not they're not well known, popular outside of uh, Japan. Japan, maybe. Yeah, they are typically no one really buys, no one really sells them outside Japan. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I I can't think of any of their like economy or like sub hundred dollar pens because like because it is like a uh it is a plastic body with the very cheap looking stainless steel yep hmm it doesn't make any sense to you so for a lot of people outside of uh japan they're just not gonna bother with it because like metropolitan for 10 bucks you can get a uh, middle barrel with a pretty good middle tip and all the other stuff but like or sealer, you pay like 20, 30 bucks for plastic body and uh, also really cheap looking steel nib. So, I mean, general consensus, you will go with the cheaper, uh, cheaper, cheaper uh, pilot one in general. Yeah. Or Lamy. Or um, uh, I think Platinum House offers a really cheap alternative too. Yeah, I got the Platinum Plants here. It's, it's, it's an okay pen. It's not great, but it, it works. Oh, by the way, the $23 is not even the actual MSRP. It's the eBay price. <laughs> oh, MSRP is even higher. Oh, jeez. I think that's why the seller, um, seller's not known, not known for their uh, entry-friendly pen prices. They're clearly targeting the niche market of, like, collectors. The and collectors, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are definitely going for collectors. Like, I mean, even, like, they're... Their cheapest lineup I can find right now, thirty dollars. They're still in series, and that was the one in the <laughs> Nakasawa original stainless pen, <laughs> like thirty dollars each. But they're they're still in collections, so that's what someone's uh, been doing. So we'll make a cheap pen, but we're gonna sell you six of them at a time. Yeah, when well, I just special edition, special edition, after special edition. <laughs> yeah like if you go on like nibs.com and you look at like all of the different variations they have for their sailor 1911 or pro gear or whatever it's just crazy how many options there are yeah it's it's kind of like um they kind of just put different bottom different top bam we got a new special edition but then every once in a while they'll come out with like a semi-transparent one with like little gold flakes in it. it's like oh geez okay <laughs> Throws your yeah, money at they, it. they have that. Uh, I missed one of those last time too. Uh, the one that you got is is lighter blue, so it's not in particular the color that I was looking for. I was looking for like a much darker blue, which they just released too. I think I've seen I've seen <laughs> a lot of uh, people on Reddit that has them, which uh, it's okay. I, I mean, I'm currently uh, 
You cannot be restrained right now for a while. <laughs> to to purchase an expensive pen, yeah. So, um, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. But yeah. other than that, I think um, out of all the sealer pens, let me just ask you this. Which one are you still looking for? Any sealer particular pens from sealer? New mm, or old? New or old. Sailor pens? No, not so much. Um, I mean, there were the... So... I'm not saying that I'm going to go get them because it does seem like they're available if I wanted to get them. The Sailor Pro Gear uh, Four Seasons. Uh, it's it's kind of like what I was talking about. The body is like a semi-translucent, semi-transparent with like gold flakes in them or like some interesting things in the in the body of the pen that look kind of cool. Um, but I'm not really like going to go out and just get it. Okay. Yeah, I think for me it is this pen will show up on the uh, nib swap, like pen swap, once like two to three times total. It is the um, completely sterling silver sailor. Nineteen eleven. Oh, can you link me? Yeah, let me see if I have one. Um, I will say that I've always been. I've always wanted to get an Arushi lacquered pen. I haven't pulled the trigger on that yet. I don't even know. Like something tells me I'll probably eventually get it as a Namiki pen, but I don't know. I, I that's that's still well, something I'm I mean, I'm out on. For Arushi lacquer, we have a um. I think the next one we're probably gonna talk about platinum and the platinum. One. It's either the platinum or Lamy. I think the, the, our our next topic, and uh, we can go we can go a little bit deep dive on those. If you want to yeah. lacquer pens, but look at that thread that I just linked uh-huh. to. I got it. This is a this is an older pen, right? Oh yeah, this is definitely an older pen. It's like a vintage uh, sailor pen. Mhm. So okay, so that is the whole pen in silver. Okay. Ooh, I like the nib. Which is already yeah, it has a classic the sailor nib. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is not the edition that I want. There is an even more special edition. Okay. That even the pen grip section is sterling silver. Oh wow, geez, all right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, and it comes with Nakinata. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's very expensive i can't imagine how much that costs surprisingly the last time it was on sale the seller was only asking for like four or five hundred dollars for it dude why didn't you jump on that i was late by an hour oh no and someone got it so um yeah it was like a year ago I'm selling a friend's oh, pen wow. today let me see back in I mean, it looks good. It definitely has like a like a nineteen eighties uh, vintage look to it, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Nagidanga um, Togi. There we go. I found that exact cell thread. <laughs> there we go. Let's see. Oh no, it's this one. I will say though, because it's um, sterling silver. 
um, like it will tarnish over time. Well, here's the interesting about sterling silver. Um, sterling silver will tarnish over time, but at the same time, any things or nicks, it will become because it tarnishes, it become black, right? Right. So if you always use a pen, the tarnish wherever like some people say that your pen builds character when you damages, right? Sure. Well, well, they say that with any luxury item that yeah, will, tar will get damaged or tarnished. Yeah, and if your pen has that kind of damages on the sterling silver one, it really shows because like your your, your normal handling will not wear out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's when it actually really really shows. It can be a negative. It can be a positive. Depends on how you want to look at it. And yeah. my father, on the other hand, like my father's has like a sterling silver cigarette case mm -hmm. i remember correctly it was a it has a dragon carved onto it and mm -hmm. uh, for the pens like that for like items like that you use the uh, tarnish property of sterling silver to make the color for you naturally mm. so the carved area become darkened over time and i think that is also what well will actually work with it but regardless this is the one silver pen that I, was, I will always try to look for. Wait, did you send me the link? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I see it. I thought I clicked on it, but then I just see the original link that you sent me. Mm. One second. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Check Hangout, I guess. Yep, just got it. Ah, there we go. Ooh, that's a fancy-looking nib. Uh, yeah, because it's a Naginagatoki, like the old one by the uh, by the old master. He, Ooh, this one looks way. This one looks way better than the other one you sent me. Yeah, yeah, because this one is full starting silver. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I'm sorry that that you missed out on a great pen. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. This is. The the one that I always really wanted. I always it's wanted. the it's the one that got away. The one that got away for for uh, a sailor sterling silver pens. Yeah, but I can tell you that I probably don't know how I'd feel about it because I like to keep my things kind of pristine and clean looking, and if I get a nick on it, it, it might bother me. Actually, on that topic, let me ask you. Um, because this just happened. Someone that mm -hmm. we both know. Has a Mont Blanc, uh, the snake one, Mont, yeah. uh, Mont Blanc Rogue. Oh no. And uh, one of the eyes of a snake appeared. Oh my god. Oh, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at mine right now. Like, oh, are both jewels in there? Yeah, they're both in there. Thank goodness. Oh man. Would you replace a jewel if it goes missing? It depends how much the cost of replacing that is. Honestly, I probably wouldn't. I might be too lazy to fix something so minor. You want? Yeah. It depends how much it would cost. So, okay, so here's a, an equivalent, right? So I have a camera, a, a Leica camera. Mm -hmm. It's a German, it's an expensive German camera. And um, I remember one of the red buttons fell off, right? Yeah. 
I just glued it back on. <laughs> I could have a... bought a new emblem for like, you know, like 20 or $30, but I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, no, I'm going to just try to glue it back on. Hopefully it works and it works fine. Um, yeah, I would, I would, I would, it would depend on how much it would cost to fix it or repair it or like do something to it. So you, so for you, it depends on the price. Yeah. So it's not the so so like. Mm, so so what you you can either replace it or not, but it just depends on the price, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like let's say you know, if I bring it, if because I have the same pen, right? The 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 Mont Blanc. Uh, mm-hmm pen like let's say a jewel falls out and i bring it to mont blanc and they tell me oh you know it'll be like 20 bucks we'll clean it up we'll also service your pen and you can have it as good as okay sure fine right it's probably not 20 bucks but i'm just saying something like that but if i brought it in there it's like 100 bucks like nah forget it it's fine okay so for me okay first of all i can tell i can have to tell something uh-huh. There is actually a nick on my, uh, on my, uh, Nakaya. Nakaya? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I okay. did try to fill it in with, uh, clear paint. Okay. <laughs> um, if I don't point it out to you, I don't think mm-hmm. anyone will ever see it. Probably not. Because it is, it is at the end of a stroke. Mm-hmm. And I can only see it with the times four, uh, times eight magnifier. Sure. Okay. Does it bother no the hell out of you? Can basically, see, uh, it used to. It doesn't bother okay. me anymore, but okay. it used to. Okay. Okay. So I think at some point in time, most of the time is why when it's new, basically. It mm-hmm. probably bother me a little bit. But once it's not new, new, it might not. But for for something like the uh Mont Blanc Rogue, mm-hmm. I think if an eye is missing, I might ask a jeweler to replace it with a jewel I like. In this case, most likely it's a sapphire. Yeah, I don't know if the jewel on the, the Mont Blanc pen is like a precious jewel though. I think it's emerald. Is it? I think it's emerald. But I'm, at the same time, look, tiny emeralds and tiny sapphires like that they don't cost anything sure they're not especially they're not if it's costly. sapphire it's not that expensive yeah yeah they're not they they don't cost much in general when it's small they don't really they're not expensive at all the the cost is the time that it takes for it to set it so i i, I honestly i guess i i guess i wouldn't be surprised if it was an actual jewel but i just didn't i just kind of expected it was some kind of like plastic thing i guess it's mont blanc no, they're it's pretty high quality jewel. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an actual jewel. I I remember reading it, but uh, regardless, I think personally for stuff like that, I will actually try to replace. I will try to repair it. Um, most likely, if I know I can do it myself, I might try it myself. If not, I might have to ask professionals to repair. But like for things like the sterling silver, um, the sterling silver 1911. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling I might just let the uh, the thing and thing stays there and let it tarnish naturally. But that's different because you're you're buying a used pen, so there is history to it already. So it's a little different. 
Right. And、uh, well, th- there's that, and also I think the material itself is different. I mean, one one of them is mint. It's like buying a, a brass flashlight, right? I mean, it's it's really meant to tarnish in your hand after a while. So I think、um, the type of type of、uh, material、mm-hmm. does matters to what、yeah. I want to do with the、uh, the pen or some items. Okay, so that, I mean, I don't think I actually ever try to polish plastic, though. Even though the plastic, yeah, no,、soft. I wouldn't try to polish plastic because I mean, you're just <laughs> rubbing off <laughs> part of the pen. Like, there's really no point. I mean, technically, you can make it thicker. Just gotta spray it with like a very thin、uh, diluted layer of a、uh, uh, super glue, basically. <laughs> This is acrylic. It's basically diluted acrylic. So.、Um, Other than that, yeah, I think.、Um, so, so let's see. I'm reading here right now the coral version, which is the pen that we both have.、Mm-hmm. Um, it says it has like green spindles for the eyes. The black version doesn't have any jewels, and then the more expensive ebonite version has rubies for the serpent eyes. Okay, so only the ebonite has the actual rare gems. Yes. So I don't think、uh, that's a. I don't think the one that we have is necessarily a precious gem. I think it might just be decorative. Okay. Well, maybe it's time to replace both eyes with precious gems. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, that being said, I I really do like my Montblanc pen. It 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 is. It's got a good weight to it. It feels expensive, which it is. But yeah. Yeah, as opposite of the.、Uh... The、uh, king of pens, actually, it is a、mm-hmm. big, light, light pen. pen. This is a thin, heavy pen. Yeah, I think that's what's interesting about a lot of the larger Japanese pens. They are very big, a very light pen, which is contrary to what you typically associate with quality. But right,、uh, you would think it, that it it's kind of like a balloon pen, but that you bought at some kind of like cheap ninety-nine cent store. Like you know what I mean?、Yeah. Like those oversized pens that are like kind of a joke. Yeah, 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 like a joking pen, but yeah, I mean that's that's how apparently the、uh, top of the line Japanese pens are. It's light and large. <laughs> yeah, but so I guess we kind of covered Sailor. They're a very niche market pen company. I think it is really one of a company. Or one of the pen company that there it is fruitless of trying to do a、uh, Pokemon approach. Got to catch them all. You're you're not <laughs> you're not gonna get all the editions. But、no. I think it is like if you like collect you have, if you like to collect different colors, I think sometimes it's good to check out like different websites of the listing, maybe like eBay's and stuff for Japanese versions. And you may surprise yourself with the color that you really enjoy, and the seller might have released it, or you might be kicking yourself in the foot and say, "Darn, <laughs> why didn't I check two weeks ago?" Yeah, but I mean, by far my biggest recommendation is like definitely check out their inks. They have so many different creative colors,、um, sheening properties. It's crazy the amount that they do with ink, and I just love their inks. Yeah, I'd say.、Uh... Sailor Inks—they're one of the ink company. They're 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 ink 
their specialty incline is one of the uh uh I would say their uh, most daring adventures. They have a lot of different colors, a lot of different properties, and they're not afraid to um publish them in a sense. Mm-hmm. Even it's it's kinda like um what's that ink called? The the company that actually associate with the that helps to make ink with Reddit communities. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is one of the oldest, older uh, ink companies, too, for uh, UK. Let me see. Great, mm. I think the one, Earl Grey Ink, Diamond. 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 Diamond? Diamond? I think it's timing, <laughs> someone said. But yeah, they they timing singles timing. They're they're very willing to try different colors, mm-hmm. for with different collabs and such. So uh, I say if you are interested into finding a, uh, I wouldn't say they are dry or wet ink because the sailor ink they are they vary from ink to ink. I have tried mm-hmm. really wet sailor ink. I also tried really dry sailor ink, but in general they are not inks that will give you issues. It just yeah. depends on how you want to pair the inks together. So. You know, um, we kind of forgot to mention sailor inks have a smell to them. Right. Uh, I think <laughs> this is the very last thing we should probably cover. Um, <laughs> chances are you won't. Chances are you won't run into issues with this. But just FYI for anyone that's listening, sailor ink does come with a uh, herbicide that is generally quote unquote banned in USA. Um, they don't really care. If you buy it, what imported for only 50, 50 millimeter within a tiny bottle. Mm-hmm. But uh, there there were some rumors on the internet on the earlier days that they say uh, do not ship normal sailor ink because it has a banned herbicide. But that's where the smell, strong smell come from. It is it is a something that is not using USA ink anymore. But at a certain yeah. time, it does. It is very effective. Uh, keeping, I can't uh, say, I can't say it. that it smells bad. It just has a distinct smell. Like when you're writing and then you're just breathing normally, it's like, huh, where is this? Oh, right, it's the ink. Okay, I think the best way I can describe it is the instant you open the ink bottle, you say, okay, yeah. The instant you uncap your pen, you can tell, yes, I'm writing with a sailor ink. <laughs> it's identifiable, not necessarily bad, just identifiable identifiable yeah i wouldn't say it's strong or or i just took a sniff (laughs) it is distinct it 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 has it just has a smell to it correct and um some people some people's fine with it most people's fine with it a very few people doesn't like it but they just fyi there is a smell to it and that's because (laughs) they're oversight yeah Alrighty, I think this is it for our current episode on Sailor Focused. And uh, I think we are just gonna toss the dice and see whether we want to discuss Lamy or a Platinum next one. Maybe we should yeah, just we'll... finish all three Japanese or maybe <laughs> we can shoving a German brand in between so it's not always Japanese pants. We'll do a dice roll and it'll be a surprise for in the next couple weeks. Yeah, so... All right, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, hey, Collins, nice to talk to you again for an extended period of time. As always, Frank.
All right, I will see you. Uh, well, see you online always, but talking <laughs> to you maybe in another two weeks. Sounds good, man. All right, Bye. see you too. Bye.